0: So you heard uh, Jeff Hardy has a new finishing move tonight for uh, Backlash, right? What's the move? It's called the Tessanagi. All right. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little long,
1: but I see where you're going there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I um, I hear that uh, he has a new this. He has a new submission move. What's it called? It's called the sobriety test.
0: The sobriety test? Oof.
1: Yeah, it's a sleeper hold.
0: Ooh. Ooh.
1: Ooh. It's a sleeper, not a choked. There's no elbow involved. (laughs) Just like that one time in Vegas. (laughs) That one guy. Anyways. Welcome Welcome
0: to
1: the (laughs) natural disasters of wrestling. I'm done. I'm not. and as you can see, we're a little bit more uh, happy, smiling this time. Um, shit's kind of calmed down in the world outside of wrestling. Um, but you know, no, that doesn't longer. mean that they're you know they're no longer in like fear of 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 burning of something burning down around you as much right now.
0: Pretty much, I'm no longer in fear of having to fucking stay up all night. Till seven in the morning, just to make sure. That was rough. Yeah. That was yeah, rough. yeah, I
1: imagine. But uh, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that the that the protests are still going on. There's still a bunch of protests uh, consistently happening. In New York and Los Angeles, and, and
0: there's, there's some Chicago in Atlanta,
1: and there's still some in Michigan. So Chicago as well, and they're a lot more peaceful. But of course. You know, news doesn't want to cover peaceful shit like that. They want to cover
0: all the blood and guts, as it were. Oh, my God. So, side topic, Um, before we get into the actual show, did you hear about what's going on in Seattle? Oh, the, uh, the
1: autonomous zone, yeah?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I heard something about that.
0: Please so, elaborate a little bit more. In Seattle... Um, there's a group of protesters who basically took over, I want to say, like, a six-block area. Yeah. Where a police station is at. hmm And, uh, from all accounts, according to people who, you know, who work there and who, you know, who work in the area and who go out, and, you know, just to check out to see what's going on, it's fairly peaceful. It's fairly, fairly peaceful. Um, nothing really, nothing really going on. You wouldn't know that if you were watching uh, a certain news channel that has a an animal as their mascot.
1: Wait,
0: is it? But is that really their mascot, though? I mean, is it not? No. Then why would they name it?
1: Mm. Yeah, I know, I know. I don't know why it's named that, but I've never seen that particular animal anywhere near any of their broadcasts. That's
0: true. It's not, it's, not like you're,
1: it's not like you're watching The Simpsons on Animal screen Across the Screen. Like no. But but I get what you mean. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um You know who I'm talking about. So what happened was By the
1: way, I'm a big fan of Alicia Fox, just uh throwing it out there.
0: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was uh what happened was they, on their website, they posted an article about Seattle's in chaos and they used a picture of a, like, a, of a building on fire, mm-hmm. um, which turned out to be from one of the St. Paul, from one of the St. Paul uh, rides, yeah. not from Seattle. And then another thing that they did was they actually photoshopped a, uh, they actually photoshopped in, like, an armed, militia-looking person in one of the, these pictures from, in one of these pictures that were, you know, from the Autonomous Zone. And the guy who uh, actually took the pictures called Fox out on it and was like, hey, like, no, like, that's not, that's, that person's definitely not in my picture. Like, you can see it right here. And this is how bad it was. So Fox photoshopped in fucks photoshopped in a person and they didn't even like include his full arm. Really? Yeah. that bad. Like it was a pretty bad photoshop job. Like I could do a better job of photoshopping than that. Yeah. I think most people could, yeah. So they posted this on Friday and then uh, now they like, they apologized for it on Saturday and took the whole article down.
1: They apologized for trying to lie to our right right wing. audience and making shit seem worse than it is yep what is it did you see that um i think it's tucker carlson or whatever like more people at t-mobile they started like they pulled all their ads from his show and then i forgot who else and they're like yeah like he only has really like seven six or seven like actual advertisers one of them being a mattress company the other being like some weird like defense attorney guy and then the rest is just like Fox advertising their own shows yep, and like they're pissed about it like internally because like they're like oh like it's a good like it's a good slot like that's a really good slot I think it's like 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock whatever like that's a really prime time spot and he has a big following but they're they're almost losing money they're not losing money they're still kind of making money but they're just like they're not really getting as much as they would with any other show because nobody wants to advertise on him because he mm-hmm. says
0: all kinds of stupid shit he says so much stupid shit he says so much stupid shit and he's just ugh. he is the he's a prime example of what's wrong with America. Fear mongering. Yeah, just trying to make shit worse than it is. Yeah. Just trying to skew the narrative
1: to just be like it's one it's like it's it's um it's a thing you learn in uh and english class or even just general politics uh, like you know political history classes just like all right like they always like to skew things in a slippery slope kind of thing it's just like this really extreme slippery slope it's just like okay well if we let this happen then this will happen and this will happen and all these bad things will happen and then you're not going to be american anymore you're going to be fucking russian and like that's actually kind of true but uh you know, it's it's not as quick as that. It's never as easy as that. It's just like, if okay, if these people start fighting for their rights, then, like, they're going to come for all your rights, too. It's just like, no, they just want equality, motherfucker. And it's just like that one, it's it's that one, uh, that one protester um, that's been kind of making the rounds on, um, on different talk shows. I know they posted part of her video on Last Week Tonight with John Oliver um, mm-hmm. about how, you know, these people are lucky that black people are only looking for equality and not revenge. Exactly. You know? And it, it's, it's true because like, you know, there are a lot of black people who are angry and they have that right to be angry for all the years that they've been held down and oppressed by the system. So yeah, again, you're lucky that they're asking for the bare minimum
0: if um, you take, instead of
1: asking for the whole country.
0: If you take into account, you know, if you take into account of years of inequality towards, you know, black, brown, and indigenous people, if we were all looking for revenge because, you know, we're indigenous ourselves, uh-huh. you and myself, we count not indigenous because our families never crossed the border more across us. If you take that into account, and if everybody who was indigenous was, you know, out for revenge this place would be mm-hmm. fucked yeah and like it's true
1: it's true they there's more of uh, i mean i don't want to go with the whole like oh, there's more of us than our of them but like the, this country does does a lot to black brown indigenous people because they did steal from our ancestors that did steal from the people that came before us and they always just tried to claim it as manifest destiny and all this shit like that. And it's just like, no, you're, you're what you are thieves. And you like to throw that narrative and that image on us when we start to disrupt your life, but from your core, from the fucking primordial ooze that your fucking ancestors rose from, y'all are just
0: fucking thieves. I want go into any history museum None of that stuff is, all that stuff is stolen. Like, there's no real ownership claim to any of that in any history museum. Because all that stuff is stolen. Like, uh, I just want to also make this point too that, uh,
1: because I've seen a lot of, I don't know, did you see that fucking video going around of this this, uh, white lady? Like, I think it was in Newport, I think, around here, that she harassed some Asian dude uh, and started just, like, making fun of him and just, like, just being, like, oh, like, our country, like, uh, the people in this country are really good at making sure you get fucked or whatever. And then, like, she cornered some, like, uh, Latina, I think, and she just started, like, ma- you know, making all these racial, like, racist remarks and shit like that. Oh, the one that got slapped? No, I don't think she got slapped. It was a different one. I forgot I, I forgot what her name was, but... um. I think it was in Newport. I'll look it up right now. But um, one of her main points I remember her hearing was just like, oh, like, speak English. Like, you know, like, this is America, speak English. Um, that's not, English isn't the official language of, of America. In Torrance. Yeah. Sorry, it was in Torrance, it was in Torrance, California. We don't have an official language. Yeah. English is the most common, which makes it kind of the de facto language. But we don't have a national language. Yeah. And that's because we have so many languages spoke in America. English and Spanish being probably the top two. So, like, that's still not a valid, you know, argument for anybody to ever make. And I hate hearing that. And you know, I don't speak Spanish well, if at all. And you know, Donald here doesn't really speak that much Spanish. And like, we don't have accents really. I mean, I think I like supposedly have a. a You have you have have a fucking Chicago accent.
0: I have a Chicago accent, but when I start talking in Spanish, like. Like you hear the Mexican in me. Yeah, I don't really speak
1: Spanish. And even if I try to speak Spanish, you like you can tell like I speak like a fucking a gringo. But like I don't really have an accent. So, but like regardless, like that's still not a valid argument. Um in any case. But yeah. Um for those that are still protesting or no protesters, please uh, keep safe. Keep yep. fighting for uh fighting for our rights because that's really what you are doing. Um and just know that we proud of, we're proud of you and we still back you. But uh, please don't
0: fuck up all my shit there.
1: I was about to say please don't. Please don't. Because then I'm gonna have to carry this podcast on my back.
0: <laughs> there we go. There we go. I nearly, uh, I nearly flipped over my whole desk.
1: Yeah, I know. I saw I saw the horror in your eyes. <laughs> It's that horror horror in your eyes when the girl pulls out a condom and you're just like, what?
0: I didn't know you were going to want me to do this. No, when a girl pulls out a condom and you're like, oh, all right. Let me put this on. She's like, yeah, you're going to put it on me.
1: Oh, my goodness. Anyways,
0: Um,
1: So, obviously, again, there's still a lot of weirdness going on in, in the real world, but let's go to the wrestling world where there's a... There's, There's
0: a lot, lot of weird news. <laughs> yeah. So, what should we start talking about? Should we start talking about SmackDown and how uh, Jeff Hardy had to do a urine test? I, well, first of all, let's talk about
1: the direction that the WWE seems to is going to seem to be going in. Because oh, yeah. if uh, if you aren't aware, um, and why aren't you, um, it, uh, Paul Heyman has been taking off cre- a leading of creative of Raw. And so both Raw and SmackDown Creative are now under the Bruce supervision Pritchard. of Bruce Pritchard, yeah, Brother Love, which is going to be very interesting. I and mean, I don't know, like, I saw... Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, we'll cover this in a bit. Um, but what do you feel? What do you think of that? I saw an article on Cage Side the other day that basically says that, you know, the problem with Raw isn't or wasn't Paul Heyman and, and like, the problem with SmackDown wasn't Eric Bischoff, although there's really little evidence to prove that Eric Bischoff did anything for or, you know, it, or against SmackDown's success. But, you know, everything that's happened so far is still really all Vince McMahon's fault,
0: at you know. The, so at the end of the day, Paul Heyman was always going to be a scapegoat. That's really what it came down to. Yeah, he never liked Paul Heyman. Yeah. He always never- had his problems with him. He's never liked Paul Heyman. And now that he has a lot more free time since he's no longer working with XFL, like, mm-hmm. you know, that I'm pretty sure all those things started butting heads. Yeah. Um, my issue is, so he's done, you know, they've said, you know, oh, we need to build stars. We need to build stars. The only person who's really done an, an effort in that. Mm-hmm. Is Paul Heyman?
1: Yeah, uh, it, for the past like, and I, I didn't. I, I kind of have been on and off on Raw a lot. But even when we talk about Raw, like you've seen a lot of younger people. You've seen Austin Theory. You've seen uh, Andrade. You've seen Zelina. You've seen you know even Aleister Black, who is, uh, is arguably one of the the most talented people on the Raw roster. He's, even yeah. Ricochet, you know, next to Ricochet. Um, but you saw a lot of these younger people being used, and, and you know who we did. Cedric Alexander, and you know who we weren't seeing a lot of? We weren't seeing a lot of Orton. We weren't seeing a lot of, um, you know, fucking uh, Roman or anything like that. And, like, old Roman SmackDown, right? Yep. Well, Roman's been gone for a while. Anyways, regardless, a lot of the top players you would see before, you know, pre-pandemic, you're not seeing a lot of. And that's honestly refreshing.
0: It Um, It really, really is. So, you know, here's what Paul Heyman's mindset was. So, back when he was in charge of SmackDown, Mm-hmm. in the mid-2000s
1: the, yeah when he, he built his, his you know the when he did the brand split he built yep. it on the Smackdown 6 yep. because they didn't have the huge stars that Raw had and so he basically took the people that he saw the most um, uh, the most hope that the company would have like you know that Smackdown Brad you know he put that faith in them and he, he did a lot of great things. And, you know, he already knew Benoit. He already knew Mysterio. And he already knew Guerrero. So, like, obviously, those are three veterans who we're going to bring up. And Angle. And, you know, those are the, the four people that we're going to bring up. Even Edge and who else was it? Uh, Lesnar, I think. Edge and Lesnar, yeah. So, like, and, th- again, like, he he saw um, he saw the talent in them and he was able to put their faith in them and that's what really brought up the SmackDown brand because to me back in those days I really enjoyed SmackDown a lot more than Raw. Yep.
0: I really really loved SmackDown much more than Raw cuz Raw was just eh. it
1: was like the you had the, you had the Rock, you had Hunter, you had Flair, you had Van Dam. You had like a lot of you had you had a lot of good people who you would think that like could bring a lot of su- you know a lot of substance or like a lot of the a lot of the flair that you would expect from a wrestling show, especially with names that big, but like there wasn't it was a lot of emptiness still in Raw at that time. It was a whole thing of like, you know, there's a whole lot of sizzle but no steak.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and SmackDown seemed to have both, you know, and maybe it's just and here's the big thing too, is that McMahon didn't feel that the stars Haman re- was utilizing for the past month or two weren't getting over. But it's just like, okay, like, you don't know that for sure. It's just like, what are you using as a measuring stick of getting over right now? Because there's no audience to really give you that genuine no, reaction genuine gauge, to how yeah. – that genuine gauge of how well they're getting over. And even the people that you're using right now, they're, they're still being micromanaged to shit right now. Oh, yeah. As far as, like, how to react. Um so like there's it's it's not a fair gauge to be like oh, okay like they're getting over. And so like what else are you doing? Like are you using like merch sales to get over because a lot of these guys don't really have a lot of merch. And even then like people are still out of jobs. Yeah. People are still out of jobs and like still trying to survive. They don't really have the money or the means to buy merch in order to show to prove to you that these people are getting over. So like I if we're going off that logic in order to show how these people are getting over, that's a really bullshit logic.
0: If you're using the rating system, here's where the rating system is flawed. Um, and I read—I want to credit Mike Johnson from PW Insider for this. Mm-hmm. Because he wrote a really, really nice article about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Ruth, oh, tell it, me to tell you how real quick, sorry. <laughs> Hello. Uh, so, what Mike Johnson basically broke down was he broke down the ratings for both Raw and SmackDown. Since the pandemic started and since, Mm -hmm. you know, they started doing everything pretty much in the performance center. And here's the thing. So, technically, Raw is slightly behind SmackDown. Mm -hmm. But if you remove that one hour, that extra hour that Raw has, they're exactly even. Yeah. So, you know you can't really use the rating system as, uh, you know, well, yeah, ratings are falling. Well, you have an extra hour on Raw versus SmackDown. People get
1: tired out by that third hour. They either skip the first hour or they skip the second because nothing like, I mean, no, you're always guaranteed higher ratings on the second hour. But it's that third hour. It's always that beginning of the third hour where people are just tapped out because like two hours of of wrestling is too much. Like, even if like even if you're not wrestling, like remember, like remember when the we still had the whole three-hour RAW, and like a half an hour was dedicated to like a fucking Triple H promo or an Authority promo, yep. or what was it? That were I think it was this year or sometime last year where there was a whole hour of RAW where there was not a match until the 55-minute mark. There literally was like there was no wrestling whatsoever. It was all just one like long-ass promo or like two segments or whatever and it's like what the fuck are you doing? Like no wonder people are tuning out. No wonder people aren't really watching or caring. Like I'm surprised the ratings aren't lower because with a show like Raw that's so like tedious to watch where it feels like a chore. I'm surprised like people aren't just going to YouTube to watch the highlights. Like mean, more often they do Smackdown, at least Smackdown. Like, I do Smackdown.
0: I do that sometimes. Like if Raw really starts out like if, if Raw really starts out really 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 slow yeah, like it's like oop. This is gonna be a highlight show. Like I, I'm gonna be honest. Like I remember,
1: um and I know it didn't happen a lot, but just I remember really like back in the Attitude Era, or even before, like let's say pre two thousand five, when they still had the European Championship. Mm-hmm. Like I remember matches just starting on Raw or SmackDown, and it'd be for something like the European title, or it'd be like a quick tag title match, and something like that. Like I just liked it when. I they gave me a reason to stick around and watch for they they made something exciting to get me to get you hyped I, up for the rest of the show like I miss having that excuse almost like, nice. you know what I mean yep um like it's just it's too long like I, I I miss the two hour raw and I miss the very like rare special treat of three hours I honestly think that's what they need. I, like, I know that they're probably never going to go back down, down to two hours because they probably make a buttload of money on their three-hour Raws, but, like, uh, the, the quality isn't there. And that's not – that wasn't Heyman's fault. Maybe he was a little bit too ambitious of using so much new talent, fresher talent. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, how else are you going to do it? Like, I mean, look at everything that happened in NXT. Like, everybody was brand new. And they just got over because that's all they had to work with. And, you know, they could have brought, like, you know, there was a couple of times where they brought people down, like, The Shield or Cena or something like that. But they didn't rely on them too heavily. No. Like, like you could still use Orton. You can still use people, like, let's say even Owens. Owens isn't necessarily, like, I mean, he's established, but he's not, like, somebody that's, like, um... He's not, like, super, con- yeah. he's not super concentrated into the show all the yeah. time. But he could be used to build up Bigger people or younger people, you know. I don't need to see Randy Orton win like a bunch of matches all the time. I already know how good Orton is, you know. Or I don't need to see him and Edge have a really weird Greatest Wrestling Match ever shit,
0: quote unquote Greatest Wrestling Match ever. Like it's, it's which is apparently thirty-eight it, minutes long.
1: Well, the unedited is thirty-eight minutes long. Fuck um me. I don't think I. I highly doubt they're going They're going They're not gonna edit it down, because if people thought their fucking last man signing match was too long, that's far too long. Um. But yeah, I think it's. Just, I think it's just lazy. I think it's just a scapegoat, and I. I really think that Heyman I mean uh, McMahon is is. Is just looking to looking for a reason to be like. Okay, like. I'm right, and everybody else is always going to be wrong.
0: It's that uh, Mr. Skinner's skit.
1: Yeah, it's like, is it the children that are wrong? No. No. Oh, no, no. Is it me that's out of touch? No, it's no. the children who are wrong.
0: The children who are wrong.
1: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, so, Pritchard uh, is overseeing, both are on SmackDown, and I think that's just going to be very interesting going ahead. Um,
0: I'm sorry, someone messaged me on Discord and I'm trying to find it.
1: I'm just, like, really just, like, interested to understand why he brought, like, I still don't understand why he brought back Pritchard, Uh other than, like, that was a really, like, like, he was obviously a really big, uh, like, a really big confidant of McMahon for, like, the longest time, especially all through the 90s, but, like, uh, I don't know, some of the stuff I've seen on on Raw, it doesn't really, like, make me feel all that, confident in that like we're gonna get the same stuff that we see on smackdown that we're gonna we're not gonna see the good stuff that's been on smackdown for a while i don't think we're gonna see the good stuff and then we're not gonna see any of the younger stars after a while after backlash like good luck seeing alistair or andrade or anybody else like that like it's all just gonna be a blast in the past all fucking nostalgia and stuff like that because that's always just the band-aid that's that's not. That's not thinking long term, and I don't. Under, I still don't understand why they feel the audience are dumbasses to to not give them the chance to see something new.
0: It's what they do. I hate to say it.
1: Um. But are you looking forward to to backlash at all? Uh,
0: no, not really. Um, are you gonna watch? I mean, I'll watch for here because you know notes and rehearsing. yeah
1: i i kind of realized uh as part of a wrestling podcast i probably should still watch wwe even though i'm outraged yeah for many reasons so i think i'm gonna have to resubscribe
0: unfortunately so i mean for the sake of you know here i have to kind of watch it um mm-hmm. uh, my so coming out of this whole thing with coming out of this whole thing is i'm worried more so for a lot of these younger stars because i think their pushes are going to be pretty much done uh-huh. um like awesome theory i feel i'm kind of worried for but hopefully with the whole monday night messiah thing that's going to work itself out
1: yeah real quick i want to run down the backlash card and then we can talk about raw so for the rock Team Championships, we have the Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders. Um, I don't know if this is going to be an actual wrestling match. They might just take polo or backgammon or darts. I don't know.
0: Viking Raiders, I'm assuming. Yeah. Po- yeah. I No, I say Street Profits. Apparently, uh, Vincent Manch games a lot of the finishes. Fun. Um, also, side note. Hold on, hold, on. Edge... Wait, hold on, we need a pause. Okay, okay. i got to go help my dad with something. Oh, it's okay. What were you saying? I'm I uh, cut you off. I'm sorry. So, uh, apparently Edge was injured during the taping for a backlash. First matchup backlash. Well then. So. There goes that.
1: So, we have also
0: Sheamus versus Jeff Hardy. Uh Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Uh
1: Apollo Cruz versus Andrade Cien Almas or just Andrade
0: for the United States Championship. This is one of those uh if Paul Heyman was still around, I think I think it would be Apollo. But because he's not, I think it's going to be uh Andrade, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him the chance. I'm gonna say Apollo.
1: Uh the women's tag team championship. We got Bailey and Sasha Banks were the champions
0: versus Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss versus the Iconics. I think it's gonna be Iconics. Um, I think it's gonna be Iconics. It's gonna set for. It's gonna set forward that uh, that Bailey, Sasha, you know, breakup is going to happen. <laughs> I
1: thought they were gonna do that
0: until next WrestleMania.
1: But then again, they're very short sighted. So yeah. Um. I'm gonna go Iconics too. Uh, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna say because of the whole Bailey and Sasha thing. I just think that um, the Iconics, like they're gonna probably lean a little bit more heavily on the Iconics now since they're back. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Cross and Bliss are fun too, but I think it's just gonna be Iconics for now. But then again, these tag team championships don't really mean much. So, um, greatest wrestling match ever: Edge versus Orton.
0: Does does do, do I really care? Uh, I feel it's gonna be Edge. I mean, I, I will hopefully it is Edge. Raw Women's Championship: Oscar versus Nia Jax. Oscar. Asuka. Asuka.
1: Oscar. Uh, Universal
0: you know, Flair. So,
1: Universal. Probably hand cha- her over
0: the Flair. Oh
1: yeah. Universal Championship: Braun Strowman versus The Miz and John Morrison. Braun because apparently that's what we're doing. Yeah, it's gonna be Braun Strowman. I think they're teasing a Miz and Morrison breakup. Yep. And then we have the WWE Championship: Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lash It's gonna be McIntyre. Gonna be McIntyre. The Universal title
0: is not up for reps
1: Yeah, that was a Universal title. Braun Strowman versus the Miz and Morrison for the Universal title. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I keep forgetting Strowman is the Universal champion. Yeah, that's right. That's how you forgettable think, it is, right? Like that, I don't know what that says worse about. I don't know if that sounds worse for the championship or for Strowman himself. Yeah, because he kind of won it in like the weirdest way possible.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, McIntyre for McEntire. over Lashley. Yeah, McIntyre. Um, but I kind of like the whole um, MVP having a stable.
0: I like that too. That might not know, happen now, cool. but I like that too.
1: Yeah, and then um. Did I say SmackDown? No, there's no SmackDown tag team title
0: match. Wait, who are the current tag team champions for SmackDown? Is it New Day? With... Yeah. Yeah, New Day. I mean, uh, it
1: might have possibly been the Forgotten Sons, but now they've, the Jackson Riker guy kind of fucked it up for them. Yep. So I am sure they are well and pissed off, and they should be. Actually, I don't even know if there's going to be a, that, that might be a kickoff. Oh no, that, oh, no. Apollo, Apollo is, uh, versus
0: Apollo and Andrade. Yeah, that got moved to pre-show yesterday. That was one of yeah. McMahon's changes for, for the show. Mm-hmm. Which, Which I, they, I still think is stupid. Like, why right.
1: are you gonna... Like, I kind of get it, in a sense. You're, you might, like, use that as just, like, oh, here's a title match to entice you to buy the pay-per-view. But it mm-hmm. also kind of diminishes the meaning of the title itself. Like, I could see if they did like, oh, like, here, Like, oh, there's a title that we haven't decided is going to be defending yet, here's a number one contenders match to decide who's going to fucking, uh, you know, fight for it either tonight or maybe on Monday
0: night or some shit like that, you know? Yeah. Like, I just, yeah, I think that's stupid. Well, I mean, they need more time for the greatest wrestling match ever.
1: Oh, God, I'm surprised they went with the whole greatest wrestling match, too, since wrestling has been such a dirty word to them for the longest time.
0: Yeah. And what's more interesting enough is, uh, or, or it sounds stupid. Let me first start was, with what's stupid is. They use the fucking song from uh, the Bartman and Bailey uh, musical. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, do you know how, uh, you know how, have you seen the uh, greatest show on earth? The greatest showman? Yeah. Uh, yes, but I don't remember it that much because I don't like musicals that much. So, one of the songs in the musical is is you know this is the greatest show on earth, and that's the that's the theme song for the uh match oh God, really yep uh it's... you didn't notice that
1: in any of the advertisements I'm telling you, dude, I haven't really been watching the w w e in the past like month, and like again like i I barely realize that this probably isn't good for the podcast, but I've just been pissed uh. Honestly, the only, like, WWE-related, like, content I've been intaking is just, like, older stuff to just kind of catch up on certain things. Quick, And then, like, the New Day podcast.
0: Yep. Quick note, uh, Chris Detlander tore her ACL.
1: I was about to say that. Chris Detlander tore her ACL. So, unfortunately, she's going to be gone again for quite a while this time. Quite a while. Because she was picking up some steam before the whole coronavirus pandemic started. And then... She came back and she was kind of getting back there, back at that spot. And now she no, that... unfortunately tore her ACL. and So her and Britt
0: Baker are now out. Did that... they say how or when? Um, When she hit Kip Sabian, I guess. So in that tag match that she had with uh... – in that tag match that they had. she oh, With uh,
1: uh, Hikaru?
0: Yeah. That sucks.
1: Yeah. Uh, her Well, hopefully she feels better. Hopefully she heals up quick, because I could, like, I honestly could see her with the with the strap. Well, with the tag, with the <clears> women's <throat> title. Probably shouldn't say strap. I mean, <laughs> it refers to women. Uh, I mean, uh, you're not wrong though. So it's a different
0: time of wrestling. Um, but back to uh, backlash real quick. Apparently, there's also going to be some weird twists in the Hardy Sheamus thing tonight. Uh, I can't wait until he can go to AEW. Uh,
1: I just, I, I like everything about that just feels so disgusting. Just like they really shouldn't like. It's that whole thing. It's that whole thing of like this is supposed to be an escape from reality, but you're using somebody's like real world like struggle. You're bringing real world in- issues into
0: scripted fighting. Yep. Um, as a Again, as a former alcoholic, it's the former alcoholic and pervert. I mean, fifty percent. Um, as a former alcoholic, it's very, very distasteful distaste- to me. It's just not like it. It turned me off of WWE for for of the first, yeah. Yeah, as the kids say, this ain't it, bro. Yeah. It's very very to me it was very very distasteful. I
1: I I know I should probably just like lean into using just modern slang and shit like that, but like I I don't know what makes me feel older when I just say or, or when I say like the kids say. <laughs> I actually feel kind of less older because it sounds like I'm being ironic. But at the same time, maybe that's a sign of age too. It's trying to be ironic. I think that's
0: a sign of age. I hate to tell you. Oh, that. we're fucked either way, aren't we? Yep. Oh, fuck. Um, welcome to. Just wait till you hit thirty. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you, and
1: fuck that. I, I have like, I'm never gonna turn thirty. I just, I'm gonna stay forever in my twenties. Doesn't work that way. Well, you know what you. Oh. Anyways, um, did you watch NXT? Um, that's a no, no. Yeah, did you watch <laughs> AEW though. I did. I did not watch AEW. Uh, yeah, of course. Because why? Because it's superior. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know, like, just like everybody else, we're probably gonna sound like AEW marks or whatever. But like, it's it's just better. It's, and like even when they aren't at their greatest like this wednesday this past wednesday wasn't necessarily the greatest episode but like it's still a lot more entertaining than raw and smackdown have been for like the past like ever
0: yeah. um for
1: like the past year um like the the cody versus mark Quinn match it wasn't i'm not gonna say it was the best match but i mean it was re- i think it was that was the best like that was the best match for mark Quinn. Like, because, like, obviously, he's been a tag team wrestler with Isaiah Cassidy, and you haven't really seen much of them do anything one-on-one, if any, um, unless you probably follow them throughout their whole career, which I doubt many people have, Um, but that was a really good show. Like, I, like, he almost seems believable as somebody who could have taken down Cody. Um, Maybe not now, but I'd say maybe in a couple years, I could see him with, like, the TNT title or even, like, getting a couple shots at the AEW title, but... I, I thought that was a really good good match. Um, I, I really liked the, the respect that Cody showed him at the end of the match as well.
0: Um, and he was just really
1: good at selling. He was really good at selling that ankle.
0: Yeah, he really, really sold that ankle injury. Um, my I like, only issue. So my only, 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 only issue with Pride Party is they need different ring gear. Is what? Oh, why? I don't, I don't think their ring gear suits them. You don't like what? the blue or the purple or whatever? Well, like, so, for example, Mark Quinn looks like an anime character. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think they just need different something different in terms of ring. I you are a
1: weeb. I you would enjoy that.
0: No, not really.
1: I don't really consider... I don't really, I'm not a really huge fan of the tales.
0: Yeah, I'm not a fan of the tales either. Uh,
1: I mean, I understand it kind of, but, like, I'm not... I, and you know what? I'm they. I don't know if anybody else noticed, but they obviously changed their theme music. And, uh, like, I texted Donald after I
0: watched it. Uh, that song is a fucking bop. Yeah. Um, I gotta, I gotta listen to it. the kids say. Because, like, I, I missed it when... Uh, I missed it when he was coming out. So... Um, to me, I, I usually don't work on Wednesdays, but
1: I had to work, so I caught it the next day. And so, like, I had been on Twitter the night before, and I saw somebody mention that they hadn't changed their music. And the dude who does the music for EW was just like, yeah, it'll be on streaming shit within like a couple of weeks and I was just like oh that's gonna be interesting and when I heard it I was just like oh fuck I need this now like it's so much better than their their original team like it was good it was fun but like I really like this theme a lot more
0: I gotta give it a listen
1: um and then we had the tag match Hikurushita and um Chris Statlander versus Penelope Ford and um and I was about to say Nine Jacks it's not Nine Jacks um motherfucking Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose, yeah. Sorry. Um, the whole Nyla Rose and Penelope 4 thing. Uh, I like the character work on that they do with Nyla Rose. It's just like she'll do the job, and she'll do the job with somebody, but like she doesn't have to be their friend or be necessarily their partner. Like, she's just yeah. like she just fuck shut, shut, shut up and leave.
0: Um. Obviously, she was going to take the pin because it was her birthday. Got to stay home. I
1: know, poor Sheeta gotta <laughs> stay humble yeah but like that also sucks because he's a champion I would have expected them to just have Statlander take the pin but in the end like she did get hurt so yep. um,
0: um. also by the way happy birthday she- Akira Shida yes, did, of-
1: did you did, uh,
0: yeah I know right
1: did you leave flowers and shit
0: at her doorstep oh you know it oh god
1: like that's a euphemism
0: <laughs> I left all the flowers <laughs> So many flowers.
1: Reasons why Kushina will never be on this podcast. Um,
0: example number five. Yep. Like, good job, Don. Good job. Um, but yeah, no, I it was. AEW again was good show. Really, really good show. You know, I did watch NXT because I remember I watched AEW and then I went back and I watched NXT, but I can't remember what the fuck happened. I couldn't tell you, which is a sad statement because, like, I should know what happened on on NXT. Um,
1: yeah, I think I kind of remember reading what happened on NXT, but I forgot. I don't know. So this is this is us at our best right now. Yeah. Um. Let, oh my god! Can you hear that? Yeah. Right, I should close my window. Sorry. <laughs> Anyway, did did um,
0: you? Side note, did you rearrange your room? Yes, I did. Okay. Why? I thought I was like losing my mind there for a second. There, I was like, Uh, wait. Oh, dude, yeah, I
1: totally like. It took me two weeks to rearrange my room, and that shouldn't be a thing at all. But like, so Donald can attest to this. My room is kind of small, um, and it's not that like it's like. It's not the room itself that's small, but I live on the second floor of my house. And for some reason, the person who decided to do the ceilings decided to make the fucking, like, the ceiling slanted, like, the top of the house, the rest of the house. So, like, my walls start coming, like, start going, slanting, like, downward at the halfway point. And so I lose a lot of space in my room. So, like, I have... A, like I have heavy furniture I have and I actually have a bed so like it's hard as shit to move everything out of my room into a very small hallway and then to fucking like rearrange everything else in here without you know breaking shit or like getting stuck somewhere so uh, it's been it's been it's been it's been um,
0: it's been an issue
1: yeah uh, more about AEW um. Oh, did you watch Dark?
0: No, I did not watch Dark. I oh. I very rarely get to watch Dark, unfortunately.
1: You should really. I mean, it's fucking there. You should watch yeah. it. Uh, watch, watch specifically this last one. Um, Christopher Daniels versus Sunny Kiss was actually really, really good. Um, Sunny Kiss is ridiculously talented. Yeah. Ridiculously and I wish,
0: talented. I, didn't I wish.
1: Yeah, I wish they use him more. Um, and I'm I'm sure they will. It looks like uh they're gonna start. A team with Joey Janela and Sunny Kiss now. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be really interesting. And it's funny because like the way they did it was they had like a vignette with like Joey like drinking by himself, just kind of feeling like seeing like how lost he's been mm-hmm. ever since the beginning. Because like you know at the beginning he was at the main event at Fighter Fest. Was it Fighter Fest? Him and Moxley. Yeah. Yeah, him and Moxley at Fighter Fest, and now like compared to like almost a year later, like he's kind of nowhere. He's kind of lost in the card and shuffle. Um, and then, you know, Sonny Kiss rolls up on him and is just like, Let's fucking go, let's do this. And so it looks like we're gonna become a team now, which is gonna be dope. Like those are really like those are, those are really good um really good personalities put together. I wish they would have done something
0: more with with Dustin and, and Sonny Kiss, but you know, Janelle and Kiss are, are a good mix too. Janelle and Kiss are a good mix. I don't like I don't really like the tag team dynamic of QT Marshall and Dustin Rhodes. I kind of do, although I don't really believe that QT Marshall is young. Oh, he's not. He's yeah, my I mean, age.
1: Yeah, I know. Like this whole like they they did a they did a thing where um where Dustin kept calling QT kid. Yeah. And like and this what do you think of this whole thing with him and Allie? I don't know. Did you see there was a there was a thing where um QT had a a Nightmare Family jacket made for Allie. Yeah. And um, Brandy was fucking pissed about it. And then after QT, like, it's just like, here, like, Ally made these shirts for us, for the Natural Nightmares. And, like, they're, like, fucking, like, 2X, 3X shirts. And it's, like, the Nightmare family, like, it's the, the, the fucking, like, the the shirt that they have now, but, like, QT is, like, fucking five times bigger than Dustin and Brandy. It's <laughs> just him in the center. And they're just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I preferred
0: um, Allie with uh, Butcher
1: and the Blade. Yeah, it looks like the Butcher and the Blade are changing their uh, the gimmick up a bit. Yeah, and I think uh, I think Allie probably just decided to come back first before the Butcher and the Blade did, which is why they kind of started doing that whole Allie and QT thing.
0: I think uh, I mean I think Allie works better as a heel personally. I mean. I mean she probably she still is a heel, so
1: Yeah, this is this is very heelish because yeah. she, she she wants something out of QT Marshall, but it's not necessarily um it's not necessarily like appa- like you know clear of what she's looking for. think like maybe she's trying to sc- trying to screw over Brandy, maybe she's trying to screw over Dustin. I've no I mean, idea that- what Allie is a huge metalhead. I mean, she was paired with Rosemary, so that, does, that makes all the sense in the world. I miss Rosemary. I wish, I wish I could see Demon Bunny again. Kind of, uh, kind of missed out on the whole Demon Bunny thing back in Impact. Ah, uh, those are good times. I wish I can get that back. Um, uh, also, uh, QT apparently, so DDB apparently uh, passed down the Diamond Cutter to QT.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I'm starting a petition for him to call it the Apple Slicer. I think that I think that's the way to go. And again, I'm I'm a really big fan of gimmick finishing move names. I just realized Backlash starts soon. Yeah, like 21 minutes. Yep. So we should wrap this up.
0: Yeah, we probably should. I thought the I thought the pre-show started at 6. Nope. Yep. I didn't realize pre-show's on right now. Yep. Uh, All righty, I just burped, and I didn't mean to do that.
1: Good okay. job. Um,
0: more importantly, so we talked a little bit about AEW. Um, Impact. Yes. Um,
1: you have your bay, and I have mine. Mm-hmm. Diana Parazzo is bay. I've always uh, oh I've I've always loved Diana Perazzi. Um, I think she's I think she's talented. I think like she's obviously very pretty and stuff like that. But I think she has a lot to offer yeah. to any women's roster. That's apparently not NXT.
0: She really really enhances any roster that she's on. She's fantastic,
1: fan fucking testing. Um, and it really you know it just makes me sad. I think we talked about this last time when she got released. That she missed out on literally the biggest independent show in history to go to
0: NXT and they did not utilize her whatsoever. Now people are pissed off that uh so some people are pissed off that AEW didn't jump on the opportunity to grab her after her WWE release. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well
1: Just because they ask, yeah, just because they asked for her to sign doesn't mean she has to sign. Yeah. And to be fair, like AEW's women roster needs some work, whereas Impact has really been like steadily working on their Impact their, their women's roster for like yeah, they've always had a they've always had a, like a like a sturdy women's roster. Yeah. Um. Not, and counting that Charmel and fucking Survivor, chick match.
0: If you look at their, if you look at Impact's for current roster, like, it's, it's pretty uh. It's pretty stacked on the women's division. The men's division needs a lot of work, but the women's division is fantastic. They have fucking Kylie Ray. Like that says a lot, right there. Yeah, they have Smiley uh, Kylie from Chicago. We both have
1: like we, like, we both have the biggest crush on Kylie Ray, but like she is a phenomenal worker.
0: She's fantastic as a worker. I love um, how uh, have... Diano Ano ring gear is just—it's—it's it's not even ring gear; it's just yoga pants at this point.
1: I mean, fuck it. Why not? If that's what makes it. Cut. I mean, fucking John Cena wrestled in fucking jorts, jorts
0: forever. Like who the fuck says you can't wrestle in yoga pants? So, like, let's take a quick look at some of the names that you have. You have on the Impact Wrestling. You have Jordan Grace. Fan, fucking, fantastic. Oh, I remember seeing her at fucking uh, All In? Yeah. Or at, fucking uh, Brian Cage And the over the top battle royal. Yeah, or the budget. You have Kylie Ray, Fan, fucking, fantastic. You have Madison Rain, fan fucking tastic. Yeah. Uh Rosemary, fantastic. Yeah. Um Rosemary Young, was the one that got hurt in Mexico, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Sue Young, fan fucking tastic. Uh you have T Dashwood. Again, fan fucking tastic. Tower of yeah, she, Even though Tessa T-
1: Even the Tinil hasn't really been wrestling that much because I know she's been having she has like a like like a skin condition, if yeah. I'm correct. Yeah, I know she's she's usually out because of that. But like, even as Emma, she was pretty fantastic. They just for some reason was, did not want to utilize her or use her. Um, but she has a lot of she does have a lot of uh, potential to still be great. Um, and then Tessa Blanchard, yeah, she's in the women's division. But I mean, she's Impact Champion, so. Yep, I don't, I don't I wouldn't necessarily consider her like a main part staple of the women's division. But every all the other names like they're. You know, that's that's a really strong women's division.
0: I think their men's division needs a lot of work, personally.
1: Yeah, that's that's well, that seems to always be their problem. It's always the men's division. Which shows you that
0: men ain't shit, don't okay. Um I mean they have like like I mean, realistically, the only big kind of names they have is Joy Ryan, Ken Shamrock. Moose, maybe? Yeah, Moose. I mean, they have RVD and Rhino, which, you know, and Rich Swan, but I think a lot of like those older ECW guys are kind of, you know, on their way out. Yeah. Like they have a lot of young guys, but they don't have any, they don't have any, you know, oomph behind their names. Yeah. And I think <laughs> they just really need to build those. Um, I think they still have that
1: sigma, stigma of LOLTNA or like yeah. a lot of the fuck that all kind of thing. I think they, they really have to build their reputation up in order to get the trust of of more better Chinese. But uh, I mean, you know, hopefully it looks like they're trying at least.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: the, they're really giving it a shot. Uh,
0: what? How do you feel about the possibility of Heath Slater going to Impact? Good. He needs, they need again I, like i just said they need that male talent like they they don't they don't have enough good male talent let me put it like that yeah um but not even to then, like, on anybody he's in tna yeah he's or probably not, not to gonna be in Impact he's
1: TNA. not he's probably not gonna be like um like a single star i hear that he they might go and put him with rhino because that works so well yeah when they were a tag team on smackdown um so that's gonna be interesting to see
0: Uh, so, but yeah, okay. no, I, I completely, I completely agree with you. It's not to shit on anybody. It's like, yes. Just... Um, was new Japan
1: starting again on Monday.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be good. Uh, obviously they can't have any foreign wrestlers, so it's pretty much gonna be whoever they have within the country.
1: There's gonna be n- very little gaijin. Yep. Um, uh, and very, you know what? Very, that's that's probably what they've been wanting ever since the uh, the Elite left yeah. because I know they were leaning heavily on, on Gaijin talent um, and so it kind of brings them back to their roots. And of course they have like, you know, Osprey and uh, Saber and stuff like that. And, you know, some of the the non Japanese
0: wrestlers that are in like chaos and stuff like that. But I mean yeah, it's it's gonna be good for them. Well the problem with like Will Osprey is stuck in the UK right now.
1: Oh that's true. So wait, oh then Tama wait no Tama's in Japan, isn't he?
0: No, Tama Tanga's in uh, New York I think he's in New York. Yeah, so they're gonna be they're really gonna, it's gonna be, be hard.
1: hard. Oh but I mean they've done it before. I think it's not going to be necessarily hard. I think the hardest. I think the hardest that it's hitting right now is a lot of still uh, UK wrestling and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. UK. Um, oh man, I feel sorry for everyone in the UK because like they can't do nothing. Nope. But it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting couple of months now that uh, everything's kind of slowly creeping into the normal scene. Yeah.
1: But well, we'll see. So this is gonna be fun. Um
0: uh,
1: anything else you wanna cover before we finish? Before I let you go and watch fucking Backlash?
0: You gotta watch it too, bitch.
1: I will eventually. <laughs> I'm not gonna pay for it now.
0: <laughs> um, I don't got anything really to add to it. Okay. Well Where can go. where can they find you, good sir? Um well at our uh podcast twitter tndw
1: podcast on twitter um and i am at pending 257 on twitter as well if you want to follow my official only twitter i guess huh you uh
0: you can find me at El Brujo pretty much on all of my social media platforms you could also find me on uh, our wrestling podcast as well because i do fly on there which yeah i think i think that does it uh yeah i think that was a Uh, it was a fucking disaster. Hit stop. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs)